Castro. No. What you know about rolling down in the deep? When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. When these people talk too much, put that shit in slow motion. Yeah, I feel like an astronaut. Greetings, Local 1700 brothers and sisters. My name is Louis Paul, Local 1700 president, and I'm uh, accompanied today by... Mike Spencer, vice president, Local 1700. Good to be here. What's going on, Lou? Uh, just another podcast, Mike. I know we've been doing, uh, we've been doing these more consistently, and it's, it's just a great way to get the information out to the people. We got it set up on a QR code, so during your team talks on Tuesday, if you don't want to sit at your team team meeting, you can just go up there, scan it, get the information from your team leader, and then listen to the podcast at your it's at your fingertips, Mike. So you can use it whenever. So it's a great it's a great tool. Uh, We've to been doing this like, like every week on Fridays, right? Yeah. And we have noticed that the listenership actually have increased, which is a good thing. We've been watching yeah. it like monthly just to see if we get a bump up, see if it's effective or not. If it's a hot topic or something that you guys want us to um, discuss. Please put it in our contact us box on a local website, yeah. and we will discuss it. I know we got a hot ones coming up in the future. Supplementals we got to talk about. I mean, there's a lot of information that that um, we can put out. But if you have a, a subject matter that you you want to discuss, either get on the website like Mike had just said, or get with your steward, write it down, give it to your stewards. We get a lot of this information from the stewards what they want to talk about. So, Mike, first topic I'm asking about the, the what's the Constitutional Convention? What, what is that? Well, the Constitutional Convention, I got some calls. Actually, I got one today. Um, and somebody asked me about the financials. Can we put in a financial request? That is not the Constitutional um, co- Convention or the contract. The Constitutional Contract or language is basically the structure of how the UAW is set up and ran from the very, very top all the way down. And it sets up their bylaws, their laws, and their Constitution. That's why they call it the Constitutional, or how it's structured and how it's ran. And those rules kind of trickle down a lot of times down to the regions, down to the local, because we all fall underneath that as a framework for how we're supposed to operate. Um, we do know that as of recently, we have transitioned to the one member, one vote. Mm-hmm. So that's going to cause some changes. And we do have a lot of delegates deciding up to run for delegates. So that's going to be important that if you want to get down there and try to understand how it's set up and have some input on what's going to go on in the future, then I advise you run for delegate. But that is what that is. It is not the local contract. It is not the national contract. Obviously, we know with the local contract, you cannot ask for financials because the locals don't, um, they don't deal with that part. That's all in the national contract, which is actually coming up in 2023. Very big year, Mike. Yes. But Very big year for all of us. Constitutional is basically the whole framework. So you can submit in something to the local in writing stating what you would like to see changed in the Constitution. So I, I advise you to read over it and submit those changes. And if you, if you want to get a copy of that, uh, you can get a copy of it from the local. You can get on UAW.org, or you can visit our 1700 local website or the app. And the Constitution uh, is on is, is ready available for you right there. So, Mike, I said earlier that uh, 2023 is going to be a big year. We all we, we know that it's um, contract year, right? Right. Uh, and, 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 and having Stellantis own us now. Mike, you've been wrong just as long as I have been, so you know that a new company likes to come in and go as lean as they can and make their changes and whatever, but... Uh, we really have to pay attention uh, to the local leadership next year when it comes to uh, all the rumors coming out about the contract. So we just have to pay attention on that. Well, you're right. Absolutely. Next year is going to be a very, very pivotal moment for us. And you're right. They do need to pay attention to the local leadership and the direction and information that's been put out. Just pay attention to the news, too. I mean, you got to watch the world markets for the industry year we're in. Yeah. We do know John Deere was very successful in getting their contract blessed and, and getting a lot of things for their membership. So now we as a body, UAW, obviously have to do the same thing in the same type of format. But it's going to be very difficult. The companies, um, 
when you get a new company, like you said, you know, they want to go lean. They want to go lean. Yeah. And that caused a lot of spe- speculation, but it also caused a lot of heartache because just right now, jobs being cut because new company, they see yeah. things differently. They want to go lean, uh, going into a contract year. And they're putting themselves or they're trying to put themselves in the best position. So when negotiations come, they say, hey, we don't have this available or that available because we are so lean, right? Yeah. No fat to give. But we as a union always say there's something there. Just because you're taking away today doesn't mean you didn't store it away for the future. So Yeah, yeah. And, and with next year being a big year, we got some big years upon us even more, Mike. Um, myself and the council or myself and the committee man went to the Chrysler or Stellantis, they were called now, to the uh, council meeting this week. And uh, Vice President Sinia Estrada gave us a lot of good information we're going to put on the website soon. But one thing I want to touch on, Mike, is electric vehicles yeah. and how the industry is about to change drastically from the yeah. top down. So we've all heard the rumors about they're going to be cutting all these jobs. And if, if EV vehicles come into play uh, where they're running a lot of production, we may lose some workers. We don't know the extent of that yet. We don't know the level. Um, but I just want everybody to get prepared for that and start paying attention, read whatever we put on the website, because we did put a lot of information on there about the EV vehicles, the transitions, the batteries. And I know that um, the organizing unit at the um, at the international level as well as the regional level, they talk about organizing a lot of these battery companies yeah. uh, where, the, where the companies are for GM and Chris are putting up all over the United States. We want to get ahead of that and make sure that those are union jobs, good paying union jobs. So uh, just stay stay on point, and like Mike said, watch the news. We do put anything that we get from the Chrysler Council on the uh, website, especially when it's pertaining to EV vehicles, because it is going to change the facade, Mike, of, of pretty much everything in the automotive well, industry. The whole landscape is going to change, and um, it's not just EV vehicles, but uh, but it's, it's the robots in the plant. Um, they call them cobots that work with you as a human, but they also they did a big presentation a couple of Chrysler Councils back and talked about cobots, right? And when we look at EV vehicles, it takes less manpower to actually build. And the companies are trying to take the approach that because the battery itself may be built outsourced or even brought in from third party into the um, plants in the United States, they want that range to be a lot lower than what it is currently because they feel like the workers at that point is not necessarily a skilled worker that they need at that time. So I encourage everybody to, and Louis been saying this all the time, go to school, go to school, go to school, go to school. Use Use the tap tap. money. Is there money? Get yourself a skill set. Um, I'm an old dinosaur. You're an old dinosaur. I mean, we from the nuts and bolts. I remember when we used to paint cars until they brought robots in. Yep. I remember when the total body transition. shop. Total, total transition. And it was almost an overnight thing, right? They told us come, it's coming, coming, then bam, my job was gone, right? And my job was gone to technology. So I, I encourage, especially the young folks, you know, get involved. You guys, I, I laugh. I get a new phone. I got to get somebody teaching me how to work my phone. <laughs> but for the young generation, it, it comes naturally, right? Yeah. So I, I encourage them to use that mind that you got and get something that you can get behind you so you can evolve with the auto industry as it involves, so you can ensure that you have a place in this workforce. And then, like I said, I've always preached to get in touch with the TAP coordinator, uh, no matter where you're at, because uh, we know we got some Jefferson people listening to this. we got some more truck people listening. Give the TAP coordinator and just take a class. Start getting involved. Start educating yourself. Get something out of this company what they're getting out of you. Because every day they use your mind and your body, right, Mike? Absolutely. So absolutely. get education out of them. Use the company for what they're using you for. So absolutely. Very, very important. So I got a question, Mike. And this oh, came man. up to me. You got, you got a question for me this time. I, I, I got take a question. It. All right. 66 C's. 66 C. I, I got 20 years. Okay. I, I want to go to 9190. Okay. But uh, I'm hearing that there's no openings. But I know a person over there has like 10 years. You're can absolutely you, right. Can you explain the process to me, Mike, on 66 C's? <clears throat> in the way they're done. 
So this is kind of a recap, but we, we are going to touch the base. So, so let me walk it down to you, Louie, but I know Shane touched on this before. Mm-hmm. So 66C process is it go on to the hub, you submit to go to whatever department you want to go to. I think it gives you a choice of six t- six yep. choices, six. right? Yep. And you put in for your six choices, you select the shift that you want, or you could put all shifts, whichever comes up first, and then you go on a master list. That master list is deprived of, or is put together by seniority. So the highest seniority all the way down. At that point, when they start to pull 66 C's, because there was an opening, a attritional opening, that's to your question, to answer your question, no, you can't just bump somebody out of the department that was already there prior to you. All right. There has to be an opening. Unfortunately, it's if somebody died, somebody retired, or if they added numbers to their RTR authorized role number. If that neither of those three conditions exists, then you won't be able to go. You have to go to an opening there. You have to be that head that's coming into already an open job, right, within the department. So at that point, you'll get pulled by seniority. If you get pulled by seniority, they generally pull by first, second, or third. They may pull, hey, we need people on third and not second. We need people on second, not first. Or we need people on all three. It depends on how the condition lays out. But at that point, it's pulled by your choice of first, second, or third shift. Now, a lot of people will say, well, hey, I put in for 9190. I put in for 3200. And I put in for a paint shop. I got pulled for a paint shop. Well, I didn't get to go to 90. Well, at the time that there was a pulling, 90 didn't need people. 3,200 didn't need people. The, the request was for a paint shop, whatever shift or all shifts that they needed in paint shop. So by you putting in for all six doesn't mean you'll get pulled in the order you put it in. It just means you'll get pulled by the order of need. And if that need is driven by paint shop first, then that's where you'll go. All right, so, Mike, I put a 660 in in December. Okay. I forgot about it. I got me a TL spot now, and, and I'm a chassis or trim. I get a tap on the shoulder. I get an email from whomever. I got pulled to paint shop. I don't want to go now, Mike. I just don't want to go. I'm comfortable where I'm at. I like my team. My team likes me. Do I have to go, or can I contact my steward or committee man to say, hey, I don't want to go? <laughs> well, Louie, you can contact anybody you want to contact, but you're going to get the same answer. The answer is once your 66C was put in and you were tapped on the shoulder or notified that your 66C has been actually granted, then, yes, you do have to go. That's what the contracts say. It's in, it's in plain black and white language that once you're notified, your your 66C, your 66C cannot be revoked. So we do get that because a lot of people actually forget that they had a 66C in yeah. or their situation changed. And I, I encourage people immediately, don't let this sit on the back burner. Go revoke it or resubmit what you want actually in real life versus what you wanted three months ago. Because a lot of times people will get say, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. At that point, once it's granted, you have to go. You have to go. So, Mike, you got, I put a 66C in December 1st. How long does it stay in the system? Your 66C will stay in the system for or on that seat for one year. After one year, it'll fall off and you have to submit it back in. All right. So, I mean, that's, it, it's a pretty simple process. Uh, the committee meets at the manpower meetings where the need is, they'll pull. If there's, no, if there's no need in that department, obviously right now, Mike, they're cutting jobs drastically. So there isn't a whole lot of movement. So they're cutting jobs, they're leveling. The, I mean, they're doing all kinds of strange things to get to that bottom line, to get lean as we just spoke about. So yeah. you won't see any movement. That doesn't mean the 660 is frozen. Calabi says it's frozen. It's not frozen. It's just there's no movement because there's no opportunity for openings at this moment. All right. Yeah, and, and we talked about leveling. I believe Desi, Desiree, mm-hmm. our committee person, or, yeah, committee person for uh, trim, was here uh, at one of our podcasts, and yeah, she said she's yeah. welcoming with open arms all the people um, coming from bodies and paint shops to her trim shop. And I think Ron, uh, Theron's going to end up getting some too. So uh, it's, it's a process. I've been bumped. I've been leveled. 
like you have two in your 20 plus years. Yeah. So it's just part of the business. It's something we don't really like. It's not the fun part of the business, but it is part of no. the business. Yes. And, and just to, to make sure that we're, we, you know, and across the board, like all committee men and stewards are doing it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and we're overseeing everything, making sure that, you know, each person who's getting leveled is getting leveled to make sure that no one's getting skipped over or, or screwed over. So, and they review those numbers every Wednesday. As you already spoke to the committee, they're fully involved every Wednesday. They have a manpower meeting. And that's when they, they're presented with the numbers and they go over the numbers and, and them knowing the department, they know what's coming in and out. And they want to make sure people get to where they want to be. I, be honest, nobody wants somebody in the department that don't want to be in a department, right? We, no. we want you to be somewhere where you're going to be happy at. Yeah. But once again, it's a numbers game. The company's going to run to the authorized and the RTR, and we have to follow suit as it falls in that game. Like Mike said, we're following it every week. The committee, the committee take care of that every week. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it was a quick podcast, Mike. You know, well, something before, quick. Yeah, I mean, quick. a couple of things we could talk about. We could be here for hours, you know. Absolutely. But I do want to say, uh, we want to say most definitely, I know we got some people, some supplements that came over from Jane out. Welcome. Yeah, we want to welcome them. Yep, we want to welcome them. It's a jungle out there, but uh, reach out. Obviously, join the local website, please, so you can get some information and some of the um, numbers that you may need. And then reach out to the steward if you have any questions. I know it's going to be different from being at J now, the whole setup. But we want you to um, we want to help you as much as possible to be successful while you're here. Absolutely, they're only here, Mike, on a temporary basis until JNet picks back up later. Right. Uh, later, in, I think it's in a month or so. Could they do a retooling or something? Yeah, right? they're retooling over at JNet. So those are our brothers and sisters. So um, welcome them with open arms because at one point you were new to the plant too, and you yeah. just needed a shoulder too. Yeah, I mean, especially a big on. plant like that, you don't know where to go, who right. to talk to, right? right. Then also, uh, Louis, you know, I know a lot of supplements have reached out to me, uh, the ones that's already are at our plant. Mm-hmm. They, they keep on talking about rollover, rollover, and we want them to be rolled over. We never know yes. when they're going to roll over. No. But we also know right now, unfortunately, because of the job cuts, because of the leveling, I don't foresee anything right now in the near future, and, 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 and that's I'm speaking strictly from our location right now, yeah. of any rollovers happening, and unfortunately, I am the bearer of bad news on that. No, and uh, I spoke about the uh, Stellantis council meeting we were at, and it was it was um, pulling on my, my, my heartstrings a little bit, Mike, to hear how many people were laid off in the Detroit labor market, um, and I'll go over some numbers. Warren Stamping has um, 66, uh, 66 um, people laid off, um, uh, Stamping, Sterling Stamping next door. I believe is going to have like 97 laid off. Wow. Uh, we've got multiple trades laid off in the trade labor market. And then outside the labor market, Belvedere. Mm-hmm. Uh, pray for those yeah. brothers and sisters yeah. at Belvedere. Uh, they are going through a very extremely uh, tough time right now. They have over a thousand people laid off in their market. Um, and it's, 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 it's hard to hear. Uh, cause I do have, um, 20 some odd years in and Mike, I know you do too, yeah. but they're going all the way back to 1998 and laying people off. Wow. So, I mean, it's, we've, we've been on a high and a, a pretty good momentum since bankruptcy. And I know a lot of our, our membership hasn't been around mm-hmm. since bankruptcy. That was an extremely difficult time. We didn't know if we were going to have jobs, Mike. We didn't know the, the, the state of the industry. We didn't know what was going to happen. Um, but uh, we're going to con- consistently pray for those brothers and sisters laid off. Hopefully there's some um, market change where those jobs pick back up and they get picked up out of the facilities. Because I don't like anybody laid off. And this is the first time in a long time, Mike, that I've heard of anybody being laid off yeah, for an extensive I, I, amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know the auto industry is feast and famine. Um, it's a roller coaster ride. We have been on a high for quite a bit. So, you know, we love those highs, but we also got to prepare for those lows. And talking about preparing for the lows, and I had to dip back to the 2023 contract. Yeah. This is just, next year it's going to be so serious. It's, it's, it's not even going to be funny that we have to prepare ourselves for the contract. Because it's, it can be very, very difficult when you're going through negotiations 
and you're fighting and you don't, you're not sure if your membership is prepared and we have to strike. Uh, I think we all partook of the GM strike, right? Yeah, yeah we had uh, a couple hundred people out there uh, supporting GM. And it was difficult to hear some of those stories from from young from their younger membership. Like, you know, I, I got young children uh, who need dental work, and, and you know, I can't get in right now. And mm-hmm. it's tough, difficult with monies and and food. You know, you don't think of that. Yeah, we while actually you're did working. a food bank, right? Just yeah. to kind of help support. Yeah, right? we did a food bank for them. Uh, we even had retirees out there supporting because retirees have been through it before mm-hmm. we even came up, Mike. So mm-hmm. um, it is difficult um, to foresee what we're going to go through, but. We're definitely going to keep everybody updated on what we know. As Mike said, you know, prepare. prepare. And obviously the easiest thing to prepare is save some money. Yeah. Uh-huh. Please put some money away um, because even though you do get paid, uh, I believe it's $275 a week mm-hmm. uh, now, and, you, and your benefits continue to um, continue to go, but you have to put in some strike time on the picket line. Right. But please put some money up. I know we just got a big profit sharing. Um we talked about that, putting some money put away. Some money yeah, up, you know, you go know, get a good steak dinner, but put some money away. Yeah, yeah. Save it for a rainy day, yeah. you know, so. So, Louie, um, you know, I've got a, quite a few calls. I don't know if you got these calls or not. I'm pretty sure you have. They've been towing. Um, it's nothing new. They've been towing in the parking lots. Yeah, no, no, Mike. I, I get several calls on it. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, Mike, you know, we're doing it to ourselves, right? We're, we're parking where we shouldn't park. Yeah. I'm running you late, know, man. I just got to put and, my car somewhere. And I get that, right? And the, but that falls ultimately on us. It is unfortunate, and I have been the recipient of that mm-hmm. uh, at another facility. And you got your car towed? Yes, because I was bro, running late. Bro, I, you hey, pre- hey, <laughs> No, no. I was I was two years in. Okay. I knew everything. I was running late. Did not want to be late. Um, so I ended up parking in, um, in a fire lane. And, okay. I, and, I, and I ultimately knew it, but I thought I could go in and come back out. All right. But it didn't work out that way. And, and you got hit that day. Absolutely. Uh, and back uh, then, yeah. I hate, you know, I've been with the company 26 years. Okay. It was only $125 then. Now, right. Mike, it's like 275 Wop, wop. Yeah. It's yeah, so, a grip. Nah. And if they take it on a Friday, yeah. those towing yards, Mike, are closed on Saturday and Sunday. And they're going to Monday. And they're going to charge you every day that it's there. So we need to do better as, as a membership and just... um. Watch where you're parking. Try to get there on time. Uh, get there early. Get there early. Um, and, and, and on that note, Mike, while you're talking about parking, the police department's coming through and ticketing me. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was private property. I didn't think they could come through. It is Chrysler property, which is private property, which means that when the police come on the grounds, either they were invited or they were invited. That's the moment. Let me put it. You know, yeah, the yeah, company sure. owns the property, but true enough, but the police come on the grounds because they, they got the free current blocks from the company to come. Now, as much as we may not like it, we got to remember the company look at it as a business. They get the complaints just like we get the complaints about the parking, handicap, et cetera, et cetera. Our own members do complain about each other, whether we want to believe it or not. They do complain that Louis is in a handicap park and he just got on this rear 50 yard dash. There's nothing wrong with him, nor do you have a handicap sticker or is a fake one. So they do call. So ultimately, we're, we're, we're hurting our own family. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know? are. And it's unfortunate because we preach solidarity, love, unity, all that, Mike. But when someone calls, especially on Chrysler property, and they're actually doing wrong, yeah. it's going to cost it, you some money. It's going to cost you some money, and it's, there's nothing for us to fight. You know, A lot of times they'll be like, why don't the union do something about it? Well, I mean, the end cap or parking in the wrong spot, you did that. Whether you parked in the handicapped spot, you know, you were supposed to, you did that. Now, we did ask the company the other day, about two weeks now, about adding some additional parking spots for a handicap. And they're, and they're looking into that. They're yep. trying to give us the numbers to see if if, if SHAP, uh, if SHAP's parking lots are, you know, up to speed up as to far code, as the yep. state, up to code, up, um, as far as the state minimum 
um, on handicap, and, they, we're, and we're waiting for those numbers now. So, and, and we we went one step beyond that because I I know I was covering you that day. We even said even if we do meet the state regulated numbers, we're asking for extra beyond that, right? Because because yeah. we we do know that becomes an issue. And we want, we want to try to resolve some of that issue. We have another turnstile open, so that can spread out the parking a little bit. That's the north-north body shop gate. Yeah. It's and, nice to have that open. Yeah. I, I came in there after the transition of the shifts leaving, and it just seems like it's spread out more. So there is more GA parking, so to speak, Mike, okay. because all those north uh, paint and body shop brothers and sisters, they're able to park more north okay. and come in and kind of avoid all the traffic. So and That was the whole goal on that one. Um is it, I just got to make that last comment, man, on on the, on the parking. You know, at the end of the day, I saw one of our brothers um, run, and his, his truck was getting put, picked up by the tow truck, actually getting pulled on. And he he he's like, "Do I run out the gate?" Because he had punched in already, right? Oh. I mean, oh. what do I do? He eventually yeah. he did run out, you know, and it just became a a big frustrating fiasco at the same time. And he admitted, "Yeah, I know I was wrong, but I mean, it, it's not every day." Yeah, you just got caught in the wrong day. Yeah, and when they took my car, Mike, I thought that uh, someone had stolen it. But no, they were like, uh, <laughs> no, we had it towed. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, Lord. Yeah, so yeah. let's just make five, ten minutes extra uh, before the start of your shift to do the to do the right thing and park somewhere. So, so with Stellantis, man, um, we talked about this earlier in this podcast. And we, we've been talking about this running lean and all that. We are seeing that they're doing a shake-up or a mix-up of, well, first thing, we're seeing the exodus of their management staff going to GM. We see that. They're leaving. And <laughs> in they're droves. Leaving, in, in droves. And, they, and, and, and the higher-ups of Stellantis, Mike, aren't even allowing them to replace them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's it's unfortunate because, you know, they say the good ones yeah. never stay. And, yeah. and some of our members of management, the ones that work well with the union. Not all of them are a piece of not, crap, I'll tell you. All, some, there are work, some that will work with us. And especially at Mike and myself's level mm-hmm. um, where we, you know, can bargain things. Uh, those are the ones leaving. Uh, so we don't know the outcome of it, but we did get information that we are getting a new deputy plant manager. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> deputy dog. De- <laughs> so what is <laughs> What is, um, I mean, for those who don't know, I mean, I, I do know what it is. What is a deputy plant manager? So you have a plant manager. He obviously runs and oversees every single aspect of the facility with mm-hmm. him and his team. And then they have a deputy who kind of picks up all the loose ends, so to speak, Mike. Mm-hmm. So we did uh, find out we are getting a new deputy plant manager who started uh, this week, I believe. Okay. Um, and so he's trying to get his feet wet. So you, as we've spoke before in prior podcasts. Say it. As well as this. Say it. They're coming in with their own agenda. So we don't know what this new deputy plant manager is going to come at. And we've also said it before that manager's not your friend, Mike. Absolutely not your friend. And I always, we have always also said that if you see somebody you don't know. Put your glasses on. Put your glasses on. Do your job. Work to your SWI, your SOS, or whatever you want to call it. Work that footprint and work that footprint to death. And People I, are watching you. Yeah, and I guarantee that this uh, new deputy plant manager who's coming, or who's, who's already here, will be just getting his feet wet and just walking the floor. Everybody want to make a name for themselves. Don't let them make a name on you. Yeah, let a member of management know you for something good. Yeah. Not bad. So, yeah. I, I know those are some things um, that we want to touch on. You know, we just want you to end of the day to be a rare and educated union member and an active an active union member. You know, we want to see our membership at our union meetings. We might be fussing and cussing and hollering and screaming. No, we don't want to go two, three hours. We do know people have a life, including us. Yeah. But we do want to address concerns and issues. But we want to see our membership actually come out and start getting more active. When management see that, they see that we're strong. They're more, they're more to back off and not push certain agendas 
versus saying a weak membership. And by us having the most membership, biggest one of the biggest memberships in Michigan for sure, probably out of all the United yeah, States as yeah, it relates yeah. to one location, we should have the most power, but our power is not um, as strong as it could be. And with that being said, I've, I've tasked all the committees to bring the leadership some ideas of what we're doing this year. Mm-hmm. COVID is obviously behind us. Not 100%, Mike, but at least the masks are gone. Thank the Lord for that because I was Oh, man, I love to be able to see people's faces now. Yes, I mean, you know, yes. you'd be like, I forgot who that was now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, just get with your standing committee. See what's going on. You know, there's a lot of things that we did in the past prior to COVID that we want to pick back up. We want to get stronger and stronger and stronger and get more of these active, uh, the, especially the new employees, get them more active and get them understanding, mm-hmm. like, this is what a union's about, Mike. It's just not about building a truck for the company, right? Right, right. We don't, we don't, it's just not about that. Yeah. That's the least of our concerns. It's about keeping us strong, united, keeping us employed. So, and, we, I, and, I, and, I, and I, our committees, they are our face to the world, right? Yeah. We know a lot of the people outside the auto industry, they're jealous of us. They don't like what we do or oh, what Mike, we make. you make too yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, you, you make, make too, too much. much. Yeah, I'm sick of hearing that. They, and they, I say them, I back that up, Mike, with yeah. come work this line for eight to ten hours. Yeah, they, that's because they don't know what we do or no. they, they, they have an idea, but they've they never been mm-hmm. in that position. Heck, some of our own neighbors are jealous of us because they feel like, hey, you're a blue-collar worker versus I'm a white-collar worker, right? Mm-hmm. But... Our, commit, our committees are the ones who are our face that can show the community, hey, that we give back to the community. We support these causes. Hey, we could be actually supporting you yeah. if you're doing the things that fall in line to our mantra of what we believe in. Yeah. And what we believe in is an honest day's work for an honest day's wage and to treat everybody equal and the same. And, Mike, I don't know how you started out, but that's how I started out. Yeah. That's how I got my feet wet. I joined the yeah. community yeah. service yeah. committee mm-hmm. and just fell in love mm-hmm. with it and then got my feet wet, started networking, and then obviously here we are today. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, and I'm always going to end every podcast with please make sure that your contact information is updated uh, through the company as well as on the hub um, uh, because it's very it, – it's it's irritating, Mike, to get someone their job back and then you can't get a hold of them. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah Or yeah. Uh, also want to make sure that your beneficiary is up to date um, uh, through the company because, uh, unfortunately, some of our members pass away and uh, they don't have a beneficiary. So that's got to go to probate court. Mike and it's yeah. a mess. And nobody it's wants be to tied up for nice long. Right? Yeah, yeah, nobody wants to deal with that, Mike, after the uh, the death of a loved one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, quick podcast, Mike. We're going to continue to do this. Uh, I love it. It's every fun. Friday, every, every Friday. Friday. Yeah. If you, if any brothers or sisters have any content you want us to speak about, um, please let us know, and we'll definitely um, touch on it. Touch on it. We'll make a whole podcast out of it. We got a couple other guests coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a member of the trades. Keith Linton's going to be down Keith here. Linton. Uh, we're yeah. going to have a member out of the final quality department, um, down here talking to us, just uh, issues no, going on in their area. Our caravan night in McClellan groups. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to include them as well. Bring them down here so they can, they are our union brothers and sisters. Hey, we, let's are, not forget union, about them. Right. Yes. Those are our yeah. union brothers and sisters. So with that being said, everyone take care. Love you all. Stay safe. Deuces.